Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. Seriously? What's up? Today on Seriously Dad, we got one of the best in New York City, Chris Monty. He talks about being a father late in life, raising two girls, cultural customs, and trying not to be a hoarder. Listen up, Seriously Dad. Two father comedians out of Philadelphia. Seriously, Dad. Dad. Seriously, Dad. Seriously. We're in the studio with a bunch of girl dads today. Girl dads. I love. I love that. That. Like, I'll tell you what. I was frightened when I first was like, "Oh my goodness, a girl!" But because, uh, like, you know, I was like, "What do I do? I'm not gonna have the. I don't have to have the talk, right? I'm not gonna have to be buying tampons. Like, you know, there's things like that that I was just was terrified of. But yeah, and having girl right now, girls are in. Everybody's having girls." Yeah, it's, Every, a, it's a like big the thing. last like ten friends I know that having kids. Do you all think girls. it was because we shifted left at the end? Like I don't like what? How, how well, does that happen? You got You got to leave your socks on when you try. <laughs> yeah, I, boy, I, you get a boy if you leave your socks on, yeah. but I can't. I can't have sex with my socks. You can't have sex with socks. I fuck that. No, Why no. they all have holes in mine now? They were all making fun of me because in studio we don't wear socks and I always have holes. And I'm like, it's just I'm getting late. The holes in the bottom sense. will help give you grip on a Harvard floor. No, believe it. We have not, Chris really. Monty and say, Chris, we're so glad you took time. And I don't know where you're at right now. You're in the Poconos. Right? I am in Cresco, Pennsylvania, the hey, mecca of show business. Yeah, I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. That's the that's the mecca of nothing. That's what that is. I, we well, me and Alba just worked in Wilkesbury recently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We're out there in uh, Mohegan. Yep. At Mohegan. Oh, yeah. Love it. That was, a, awesome. that was my first time seeing you. I, I before that, I don't think I'd seen you in like four years. Yeah, and I then, haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah, and, and then I, I saw you. You, uh, you got me a good memory. I like that. You, you got a good well, memory. You remember me right away. And then the first thing you said is, "I had another kid." That was the first thing you said to me. You remember that? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't really forget people. Like, although I worked with a girl the other night and I can't remember. I knew her <laughs> face, but I but she was telling me some stuff about me that I that we did last time we worked together. And I was like, I don't remember any of that. But that's probably because <laughs> since I had my first child to my second child, I don't sleep anymore. So no. it's definitely affecting my um my memory and my and my moods. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 12 o'clock and we're drinking coffee. You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. have to yeah. IV coffee all the time now. And you have how old are yours now? So my oldest, Olivia, is um, going to be four on June 12th. So oh. she's still three. And my new one just turned seven months. Wow. That's Damn. real young. Like, Damn. that's yeah. yeah. When you're doing the months, like you're the weeks and the months, <laughs> you're not even calculating in normal years. Yeah, yet. that's yeah. Yeah. Are you the kind of dude who's going to say like 14 months? Or you're just going to say a year. I no, I don't do that. Once they get to a year, I say year. A year. Yeah. Like somebody yeah. said the other day, my, my sister-in-law. I said, How old is uh my, my niece Alessandra just turned one in April? And I said, How and I forgot. And I said, How old is Alessandra now? And she said, 14 months. And I was like, What? Yeah, like, why well, now nah, I gotta do math. She said she's a year old. Yeah, she's a year. That's it. Yeah. 1.2. I don't know. I, well, I remember like I and I kid you not, I don't know how old I was. Hopefully I was real young, but I remember being afraid, like, oh, I can't be a parent because I don't know how the old they are when they're born. Like you can't be zero, right? Like you're I couldn't already I, nine months old. You're already nine born. months, right? Like it had yeah, to be, yeah, right? Yeah. So like, I just like all of us do are that nine math. months older than our birthday. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. In reality, because you start growing and aging and dying from the minute you are you have life, and the minute you have life is when you penetrate that egg. So you're actually nine months old. It's depressing to think about, but you're actually whatever you are now. Add nine months to it. We're all just dying. I, I didn't know if that was like a pro-choice like kind of kind of thing. I don't, I don't know, like that should be on a billboard or, or somewhere. Whatever the other one is, for anti-choice or whatever. I don't know. That's what it sounded like, though, yeah, didn't it? Funny. But it is true. We're nine months older. 
So we should have all been voting a little sooner. I guess, what's right? so? What's the chaos in the house right now? If if we were if we were looking at what's going on with your wife in the house right now, what's probably the the thing happening that's driving you? You're probably the, the thing that drives me the most nuts is that we can't get anything accomplished. My house is a train wreck. Every room. My wife has a has a a habit of coming into the living room and dropping everything in her hands in the living room. And every day there's more shit. So. <laughs> It's just, um, yo, you got to be careful. You be, ca- I've been watching that hoarder shit. Be careful, bro. My wife's yeah. more like a hoarder, so every room is is packed with shit. And I'm, be careful. I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm a guy. So when I had my apartment, my apartment was immaculate. I, it was, it was minimally uh, decorated. Yep. It was always clean. It was perfect. My refrigerator was, you know, I only bought what I ate, what I ate for the week. Yep. And my wife used to come over when we started dating. And be like, you have nothing in this fridge. I'm like, no, no, no. I have everything I need for this week. I buy everything fresh. I eat fresh food. And then yeah. next week, I, every yeah. Monday I shop and I buy what yeah. I need yeah. for the week. Yeah, now, we'll till my Friday, refrigerator. Nobody gave me a hard time. Yeah, my, my refrigerator is packed. My wife, say, you, my wife saves everything. She doesn't throw anything away. And when you go out to eat with my wife, my wife takes bread home. Oh, Who takes shit. bread home from a restaurant? <laughs> it's like, like French she, fries. She's like, can we wrap the bread? I'm like, we're not. This isn't 1929. This is <laughs> yeah. the Great Depression. We don't need the bread. We're, we're good on bread, yeah. baby. Yeah, chill with that. So uh, everything's a mess. Everything's a mess. And I and I work my ass off to keep the rooms clean. And I and, and when it's they, a when futile my, effort. When my three year old is at pre K and my and my seven month old takes a nap, she usually takes a nap around. She's like clockwork. The new one's like clockwork. She's like clockwork. She gets up at the same time. She sleeps through the night. She gets up at the same time every morning. She at eight o'clock. She has a bottle, and then two hours later, a little bit smaller bottle, and she passes out for like an hour. She's like clock. She's great. Yeah, you jinx it, dude. Next week we're gonna talk to you. Next week you'd be like, dude, <laughs> I ruined it. Puffy eyed and shit. It. Before no, I, yeah, no, go ahead. No, she's just, regimented, man. She's good, and I got her on a schedule because because anybody who has two kids and Albert can uh, attest to this. You always fuck up with the first one. I'm sorry. I don't know. Can we curse on here? Oh, yeah, Kurt, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, man. So so we always <laughs> mess the first one up. And then the second one, you're like, fuck this. I ain't going through that again. I'm going to schedule this kid. And so the yeah. second one we have on a schedule, like she 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 self-soothes. She goes to sleep on her own. Like my first one, she's going to be four. She still has a pacifier and she still needs to be held to go to sleep. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, we yeah, were, were worried about the co-sleeping uh, for a while. Like I was the one that was trying to be. And I'll tell you what, like. <laughs> whatever like they crawl in the bed with us now and like I, i'm starting to think about like the flash forward of it like and i'm like there's gonna be a time where i'm gonna miss, miss it. so now i'm yeah. like you know what it's fine whatever my mom lives with us so we have an extra layer of grandma you have another kids yeah so yeah we have three uh yeah and she listens so i'm in trouble right now uh but yeah no it's uh it's it's a lot it's a lot a lot of women in the house and they started putting, how old is how old are your kids so my kids uh my oldest is nine gonna be 10 this fall and then my uh youngest is six gonna be seven in a couple weeks and so does the nine-year-old still comes in your bed so it depends on the night uh, she sleeps in her own pretty good. She right. she likes she's actually begging for her own room right now. That's the hot topic. OK, oh, okay. Yeah, nonstop yeah. ask. I, yeah. she, does, she wants to be separate from her sister. Her sister's driving. Well, that's her she's to get to that age where she wants her own, her own yep. personality. Yeah, it's a level, her own freedom. She and, wants. Yeah. Yeah. And my my youngest tends to gravitate to grandma. So you'll okay. usually I have to when I get in from a gig like last night, I got in from the comedy zone and like I had to like she's like, can you please move one of them? <laughs> like and I have to like oh, grab yeah. and they're heavier now. Like they're heavy. It's like yeah, so like, easy when they're light. And now like I'm picking up my oh, soon to be seven year old. I'm like, <laughs> this girl is a yoder. She's like, I have to like lift with the legs. <laughs> Yeah, my, we have a cape. So we have upstairs is like that. It's two bedrooms. Uh-huh. There's a main, there's a bed, there's a spare room on the main floor, but that's my wife's 
the hoarder room. Hoarding room, yeah, yeah. So Olivia has her own room, but the crib of the new baby is in, in our room. So Olivia comes in every night between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. She comes into our bed. But we started this new thing, and maybe I don't know if Albert ever did this with his kids, but this way you could try. Well, the nine-year-old, you, you're probably not going to be able to get away with it, but my daughter's going to be four, so this is what we do. We, we make deals with her now. We say every night that you – I don't mind if she comes in the bedroom at 6, 7 in the morning and crawls in the bed with me. That's adorable. I love it. But it's That's starting different. to become annoying when she comes in at 1 in the morning because she – me and my wife are at the edge of the bed ready to fall off, and she's yeah. spread out. Yeah. You know, she yep. takes over the whole bed, the four year old. So what we do now is if you stay in your bed all night and a full night for me is till 6 a.m. Anytime after six, if she wants to come in my bed, that's fine. But if she stays in her bed all night, she gets a star on a chart. And once she gets three stars, we give her a present. Like she can yeah. pick out a toy or something like that. We buy her so far. We started this about a month ago. She still only has two stars. <laughs> <laughs> I rate yeah, her but now you have stars. a reason for not getting presents. So that's also a good thing. It's like well, my wife know, made the present thing up, and I'm like, you got to make it like a five dollar and under present because my daughter's got so yeah, much. You so know, much my, my wife's got so my, my daughter's got so much shit, and then we have a small yard, and on top of that, my wife's got. Uh, 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 we have a mini single person trampoline. We got a wooden house, like a cabin <laughs> that we that I built with my dad for her that I put together. Um, we got, um, a roller coaster thing. We got all this shit that I got to take constantly break down. Nah, and dude, you gotta, you gotta get smarter. You gotta do stuff like we'll do. So even the tooth fairy now, the tooth fairy, like brings her an <laughs> opportunity to go buy a, like a book or like, or give them an opportunity to do something they don't normally get to do. It's like when you're making mother's day cards as a kid and you don't have any money, you're like, Oh, you get a back rub or like, yeah, yeah. you got to find the kid equivalent of like that stuff. Cause then you're not having to Ikea, everything that they're bringing out and you're, you're saving some money. You'd be like, Oh you get ice and cream space. for breakfast one day. Yeah, no, you're right. right. My kids, they got more shit. They got, see my Chris, my, my daughters live with their mother. So they're not in my house 24 seven full time, but they have more, so much shit. Like, yeah, you, so many toys. You're stepping on them. They're falling. They're, they're losing them. They find. I'm gonna break my neck. Oh, you buy it twice. Like it, it's way too many fucking toys. I I dig it. I did have a question for you. How if you walk in a room and clean it, how long till that room needs to be cleaned again? About two hours later. <laughs> oh yeah, my god. Easy. Because my wife yeah. will come home from work That's and it. drop everything on the couches and on the coffee table in the living room. And she and my wife has this yeah. habit of leaving her shoes. Right in front of the fucking door, and you come in the front door and you trip and you're gonna break your neck. I'm like, who puts these shoes? I, I actually, I, I do that. I can't say. No, I, I agree with that. taking these shoes off in the house because you're bringing in disgusting shit. And but there's a little side space at the front door yeah. where, where I have a little a little mat down where you put your shoes on. She leaves them right in the walkway every day. And then what she does is she wears different shoes throughout the day. So by the end of the week, bro, there's like six pairs of shoes lined up in front of the doorway. But does she do that because she knows you'll clean it? Like, did, did this happen as your relationship went on and she knows that you're the neat freak? Nah, and clean she, it? she did or it in her apartment when we were dating too. Well, okay. <laughs> when, when did you guys meet? How old were you when you guys met? Because you got married late, right? Later I got married at 45. So you guys had lived a light. Like, I mean, you guys had yeah, lived like, I mean, you get set in your ways, I think. At least, you, like, you I get think set sometimes. In ways. We didn't live together until after the wedding. My wife yeah, didn't want to oh, move shit. in with me until after we got married. And then when we got married, we didn't rush in to have our first baby because my wife said, let's live together for a year and see if that works. And then yep. we'll have to decide if we're having a baby. Because, when, you that. know, my wife was 38 years old. I was 45. And we, we, were, we were, you know, used to being on our own for a long time. 
Yeah. Best thing I ever had. I had a teacher in high school and I went to this like boarding school for my last year at high school. And this teacher who had been, he's like, they were married eight years before they had their first kid. And he said that was by, they wanted to make sure that they had lived a life together before they brought uh, another life into it. And I like, that was so smart. My wife, we only, we waited two and a half years. Uh, but that's just because I didn't think my boys could swim. But and it, it was still like, I think important to have those couple years without, you know, and you got you got pets and shit in that house, too, Chris. No, 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 no. I, I don't I don't have pets because I'm on the road so much. Uh, yeah. I, I would. I'm allergic to cats. I'm not a cat person. Um, I would have a dog probably in the future, but I don't want to neglect the dog because yep. when I'm gone, my wife don't even water my plants or take the garbage out. So I can imagine she ain't going to walk no dog. <laughs> so yeah, um, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yeah. So you're no pets. You're not a pet guy. You had aquarium. A, That's aquarium. what I was trying to tell That's the story about aquarium. having an aquarium. But I wouldn't even get an aquarium today. I enjoy having fish, but I, I wouldn't even get that because, like I was trying to say before, uh, I, I I want to purge. I don't want to bring more shit into the house. I do. I'm with you one. I, yeah. I, I one thousand. We got my daughters went to a carnival last summer. They were killing it. They're like going to be beer pong champs. They were killing that game <laughs> with the, the ring ring pong. Game? No, the ping pong. pong where you hit if you get it cup? in the cup and you give trauma to these poor fish and then they, you take the fish home in a bag that's and been on the ferris wheel and then it dies in two days but what happened you have to get the whole little fish kit and my mom being grandma is like you know like oh let's go out and get this and the fish mill that's and, a fish mill and now it's a now it's a cemetery now it's just it's there as a memoriam on their like dresser because we've killed yeah. all the fish yeah. and they're done that's pretty funny yeah. the way we treat fish in that scenario. That's pretty. And then you flush it down a yeah, toilet. Put it in the toilet. That's it. Or you bet. I used to. I used to have like a pet cemetery in my backyard when I was a kid because I was able to have hamsters and 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 lizards and frogs and shit like that. <laughs> no, the life does get easier when you eliminate. I think any human being, you get rid of all this shit you don't need. Your life becomes significantly better. But you're a two person equation. Like my wife's the same way. Like there's certain idiosyncrasies. Like she brings so much stuff home from school. Like I don't know your wife's a school teacher too. Mine would be bringing right. home anything free that they're giving away. She's like, oh, this will <laughs> yeah. be great yep. for the girls. Like, well, we got posters of the president. We can find a the, way to use it. Oh, we yeah, have. I love that. Four hundred. We have four hundred and twenty eight COVID tests in my in my closet. <laughs> they're all used. <laughs> the fifteen minute rapid test. No, we have them, and yeah. and they expired already. And I told my Let's throw them out. No, no, no. They're still good. This, this, you don't throw out expired shit. Like, yeah. like I got cans of soup and I'm like, babe, this is uh, 2022. This expired. No, no, it's still good. I don't pay attention to that. I'm like, well, I'm not eating that shit. Yeah, and, if COVID then, ever comes back, you're gonna be flipping those tests. You're about to get paid. Bro. And then I, I don't know about you, but I then go through the stuff. Like when they're out of the house, then I start yeah. purging. Yeah, that's, and I'm that's like, something you would do. Yeah, she's not. Sure. And I, what I had to do is I had to get. She wanted to keep everything the daughters, the girls ever made. And so we, that's I my wife. A, so what we did is we took our hallway. I put a little clothing like rack up and with clothespins. And we have like a little gallery as you walk down the hall with little clothespins. Right. And then uh, for Mother's Day, I got her two of those big art portfolios, one for each girl. I said, whatever fits oh, in there, wow. you can okay, keep look at you. whatever That's smart. is up on the wall. And we like I had to because I was literally going crazy. <laughs> I'm listening to you talk. And I'm like, this is my life. I, I can't. Dude, like, but my wife is like, I can find something. That's been buried under a pile of shit, right? I could find something while my wife's at work and I'm throwing shit out. I could find something in the fridge that, that like a piece of cake we took home two months ago that's now hard as a rock in the fridge. Whatever it is, I could find it and I could be like, all right, I throw it out. And that day, 
Some my wife will come in looking for that fucking thing. Yeah. And she hasn't looked or thought about that thing in six months, but her mind knows something's missing. That you fucked it. Hey, babe, where's that cake from so-and-so's party? And you're like, oh, shit. Dude, the minute that, I threw something the softball out. I hit over the fucking fence. I, I ate threw it. Something now out, I just tell her I ate it. About it. Yeah. yeah. My wife just yeah. doesn't want to waste anything. She gets uh -huh. that from her mother. So now it's, I just tell her, there's two things I got to do in my house. Number one is I got to, I got to say I ate it or I used it, whatever it was. And when I shop, I got to take the price tags off shit before I get home. <laughs> Because my yeah. wife's cheap. And my oh, wife yeah. will say, why'd you pay $17 for ham? And I'm like, because that's imported from Italy. That's not like stop and shop crap. That's good. Well, don't buy that stuff. We can't afford that. So now she'll be like eating the ham. She'll be like, oh my God, this ham's amazing. I'm like, no, I know. It was on sale. It's <laughs> $7. This shit was good, I right? mean, it Seven was bucks. on sale. It was for sale. <laughs> it was. I don't like throwing food away. I, I mean, I, I feel her on that. I, I, I hate throwing. I feel like a dick when I throw food away. We throw so much food away. Because yeah, she buys, she, I go shopping with a list. See, this is why she says, we have nothing. We have nothing. It's not true. We have a lot. It's just that what you're looking for, what we have, you're not in the mood to eat that. But the problem is you, you, I go shopping with a list. We need milk. We need eggs. We need this. We need that. I shop. I get it. Then she'll come and look through the fridge and the, and the cupboard and go, you don't have anything to eat in this house. I'm like, that's not true. We, <laughs> we have healthy choices. There's apples. There's, there's celery sticks. There's carrot. Eat something like that. You don't need to bury your face in a bag of Doritos every night. You yeah. just get rabbits. Yeah. And then you just toss it to the rabbits and be like, and they're low key. No, do you guys now, does Olivia eat the same as you? Or are you guys short order cooking? Uh, like what you're I do all the cooking. Her? My wife doesn't do any cooking. I cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I even pack my wife's lunch. I'm a good housewife. Wow. There you go. Um, That's nice. But does, um, does your four-year-old eat? Like She's well? a pretty good eater. She likes, um, you know, she likes uh, hot dogs, chicken. No, dogs. like that crap. Yeah, she yeah. likes, but she likes, but she eats like, you know, chicken, she eats steak, she eats, um, she eats like olives, she eats lupini beans, she eats edamame, yeah. she, she eats uh, sushi with us. She won't eat the fish, but she'll get like the the uh, the vegetables and, and the rice and she likes Chinese food. She likes pizza. So she's pretty she's pretty good. Um, she's picky in certain areas. She She's finicky as far as she won't eat a lot. We got it. We got to like she's she's skinny. And my new one is like going to be a linebacker. Yeah. That's, you know, yeah, yeah. That's why we, we had to tell them everything was chicken. We had to just convince her that everything was chicken. Yeah, and you could give them yeah. anything if you get your kids on that, like a, a good palate. Like that was good. He's got his daughters eating like mature palate. They're not. Eat, she's not eating well, like now and later's and goldfish yeah. and shit like that. She, she eats. That's my wife. My wife. It's got her on too much sugar for my taste. My wife. She's like she will make up pancakes and then put whipped cream on it. And I'm like, why oh are you put whipped cream on it? You already got butter and syrup yeah. on that. Shit. You do not need to add more sugar. Yeah. You know. With, and my wife's got her on um on like you know chocolate and ice cream and stuff like that. A little too much for my taste because yeah. sugar is your biggest enemy. And yep. my sugar to my daughter is like an eight ball of cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she she eats sugar. I can tell the minute she's had sugar because for the next hour she's like she shakes. She's so wired. Yeah, yeah. the know? mood change. I can see it too. Well, your brain sugar. chemistry. The mood changes. It's, like, it's like they're partying. Changes. Yeah, they they become different little fucking animals. Well, and my, like mine were eating shit. salmon and doing some of that real young, and then about That's five good. or six, it pivoted, and now yeah. we have different meals. Like we are cooking different meals and my mom's the worst. So like we're making like three or four different meals. So like Amanda and I would get like hello fresh during the <laughs> pandemic nice. because then they bring everything. And so we had the two person 
And then we have the girls the one thing. And then we kind of let my mom just do her thing because she's just wow. a nightmare. My daughter too. But Olivia used to eat salmon. She used to eat flounder. She used to do all that stuff. And then when she turned like three, the, the texture just changed in yes. her, in her mind. Like my wife oh. says, the texture, like she. God damn internet. It is, but the food thing is it's it's so difficult because it does it changes and your taste yeah, changes. They say your taste yeah, buds change. Taste buds mature. Like and when now I was like, younger, I didn't like ginger. Now when I get soup, I love that the pickle ginger. So, so when good. you when the when the girls come over for you guys, do you then have like certain meals that you Lainey loves hamburgers? Oh, hamburgers great. and oh. like bacon burger loves them. Yeah. She likes eggs, hamburgers, bacon's bacon, huge. Bacon, I, and bacon's I don't huge. care for I've never was a person with big and bacon, but my oldest. Like she'll get up, she'll like wake me up in the morning. She's like, Dad, where's breakfast? Do you have waffles and bacon? Yeah. And no, it's she likes like, bacon. Skylar, and the little one, she she can eat bacon. Are. There you are. Yeah, so all right. There we go. The texture part. Yeah, we lost just the you there. The fish. Yeah, the texture. Like my wife, my wife would, would you know, like I'll cook, you know, fish and, and everything. And and so now my wife and I, you know, I try to cook very healthy. Uh I try to eat um like tomorrow. I'm going to cheat and have, you know, whatever hamburgers, hot dogs, yeah. chicken, all that on the grill. I'm going to be grilling tomorrow. But normally during the week, at least six days out of the week, I eat like pro vegetable, pro fish like that, you know. Good. And then like I'll give my I'll give myself one day a week to cheat and have like I try not to eat a lot of red meat and uh, and, and stuff like that. But I'll eat that like one day a week or something like so on Sunday. Sunday's my day to like. Drink and eat. The Lord yeah. No, that's right? important. Like, so, all right. So you lived a whole, did you live your most of your life into your being 40 thinking I'm just not going to have kids? Yeah. Yeah. If my wife didn't want children, I would, I would never have pushed for children. Yeah. Oh, so, so you so, had a conversation about having kids, like having a family. Well, my wife, when we started dating, she said, I want children one day. So if you want this to be a, a meaningful, long lasting relationship, if you don't want kids then just tell me now, we won't date. Okay. So I was like, and what, what happened yeah. What? I was going to say, what was your initial thought? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Were you like, okay, she's good. I'll have kids or I'm not definitely. Well, here's what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. We we, did, we started dating in 2015. We started dating in January of 2015. And in October of 2015, my wife got pregnant. Okay. Accidentally. You know what I'm saying? We, we, yeah, we, yeah. we, we messed up. And so I never forget it too, because the Mets were in the world series and the jets were like four and oh, and it was Sunday. It was Sunday. And on Sunday, I come from an, uh, an Italian background, mostly, uh, in my, in my heritage. And on Sunday, I make a big pot of tomato sauce and meatballs and sausage and pasta. Right. And I get ready to watch the, you know, the jets were playing at four o'clock and the Mets were on at eight o'clock in the world series. I had a perfect Sunday plan like for myself. It's like the best day ever. My yes. wife was with me, uh, from the night before she used to sleep over on the weekends. And then, um, that day she said to me um it was some it was the middle of october and that day she had said i something's not right i think i'm pregnant and i said why did you miss your period and she said well today is the day i would have got it i'm like well it's today i'm like what are you worried about you can, you can get it a day <laughs> or too late yeah. she goes no 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 i feel weird i i'm telling you i think i'm pregnant so now i couldn't enjoy anything right yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, of course. I was so pissed off. I couldn't enjoy the meal. I couldn't enjoy the game. <laughs> the worst meatballs ever. Did they win? Did they at least suck. win? How did the Mets and Jets do that day? You don't even that, know. You don't even remember. The, no, I do remember. The Jets won. I couldn't enjoy it. And uh, I think that was the... Uh, the, the that was the game that that the Mets got got eliminated in game five or whatever. Yep, yep. But anyway, uh, God bless so girl ears. So yeah. So no. In between, at halftime of the football game. 
where I lived, one block away was a 24-hour um, Walgreens. I said, come on, let's go to Walgreens and buy a pregnancy test. So we went there. We bought a pregnancy test. She took it. It said positive, pregnant. So I said, I said, all right, before you panic, go see your doctor and confirm everything. So she did that, and uh, she was pregnant. So we decided we were going to keep the baby. And what we would do is we would have the, she would have been due in uh, like July of 2016. So what we decided, and we're only dating, remember, we're only dating a few months. We, we yeah, met in yeah, January. January. We started dating in January and, and it's October now. So it's not even a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we said, okay, that's what we'll do. We'll have the baby. And then when the baby comes, what we'll do is we'll go and get married. Right before you have the baby, we'll just go to sign the papers, go to the justice of the peace. And then after the baby comes, we'll have a wedding. Now, if that would have happened, that would have saved us about $50,000 because <laughs> what, what happened was she lost the baby in December. Mm -hmm. She was about seven weeks pregnant. She lost the baby. And then um, at that moment, I was driving home. I was on the road with Jim Brewer and I was up in Vermont and I'm driving home from Vermont. And I knew she lost the baby and it was over. and I'm driving home and all I'm thinking is this is my decision. Now I'm either out of this relationship or I'm in, right? I got to make a decision because you know, like going forward, this is what's going to be. I was almost there. I almost had a baby. And I'm like, God, now if I really don't want a kid, you got to, you know, but I was like, she's going to make a great mother. She's going to make a great wife. This is my friend. This is my girl. I'm coming home and, you know, staying in. And that's what, that's when I decided that, yeah, I'll stay in and I'll have children one day. Damn, that, that's, that's a great that's, fucking that story. That moment is so awesome because I yeah. and Al just got married uh, recently. I did. I did. Al just, you see that shit? Sucker. Al, I know, right? <laughs> was there a moment for you, Al? When yeah, you were very, like, very, very similar. Very similar. All right. Uh, she, she, Sammy had an opportunity to do to to do something somewhere else in the in the United States. She was going to go to Texas, and we had just met, and I was like, all the qualities I'm looking for in someone, and she's like, it was like, yeah, but this is fun, but I'm going to probably end up in Texas. And she went and she, she was in Texas. She was like, I don't want to be here. She's like, I don't want to, this isn't for me. I don't want to do this. And she came back and she's like, I'm not going to Texas. And then I was like, I'm going to marry this person. I'm going to marry this young Dude, lady. I, I knew right away. And that was part of my wedding vow. I referenced that in my wedding vows, but I knew I was like, she chose me over Texas and this is going to be my wife. They say everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> no, but I think those moments are really important. Cause like my mm. wife, I dated her. For, we dated for four years before I proposed. And I'll be honest, like it was like people were saying, yo, shit or get off the pot or younger sister yeah. was getting hitched. But I had been engaged when I was in college with my high school sweetheart. And that messed me up that I had to be recalibrated. My Google Maps was pointing in the wrong direction. Oh, yeah. We're going to double back. You were engaged in college. So I was engaged to in high college school to my high school sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah. You're too young. Wow. Dude, you're telling young. me. Yeah. Now, it was like one of those things where she was like from a really broken home and we grew up very fast. And like, so, uh -huh. you know, and so it was one of those things that she didn't have much. And so uh, there was this bond that we had that was not your typical. So, right. uh, you know, and so so that that was part of all of that. And I thought I had found it. And I basically didn't date in college because I was with in a committed relationship and I was coming home on the weekends. But uh, that that had me kind of had to recalibrate and Amanda really had to work hard to, uh, to really reset. Bro, the you, you would have hated your fucking life. If you had, if you had, I don't even, I don't even know. This, I don't even know this person. See, Amanda but loves you, you even more right now. Yo, you would have hated your fucking life. Like 
Because you you just didn't grow enough. You don't Dude, know enough to know that you don't even know. I enough. almost like you would have hated it. You would have been like, "Wow, this is what I." I did. was so into it. You know, like when you're so into something. I was so into it that she went to basic. She decided she was going in the army, and so she went into to basic. And I like left college, skipped some classes during midterms, and flew down to like. Virginia or South Carolina, where she was at, stayed in a hotel with getting nothing. Then all of a sudden I got a phone call. Okay, we're getting free time in 10 minutes. I have to get like a cab. I'm going down there. But then I get down there and somebody messed it up for the whole platoon. Oh, and then she had to come over crying to me saying that she didn't get free time now. And then I'm playing planes, trains and automobiles to now try to get back. And and it was a mess. And I was doing those kind of stupid things blindly that I was like, oh, my God. So then when I met my wife now, I took so much time because I was like, I thought I I thought I had it figured out. I don't know. And we went to St. Martin. Her her grandparents had a um, timeshare. Two of my buddies came out for halfway through. So her and I had a romantic four days. They came for three days. We all partied. And there it's like the land of whirling blades. Like nobody's there trying to be your parent. You can go wherever you could jump off a side of a cliff and no one would know. Mm -hmm. And we did this like little trail where we tried to find this private beach and we, we called it devil's cauldron and we were like crawling and it was like night and we were, it was, it was a nightmare. And I remember being so concerned for her. And like, even though I could barely hang on, I was more worried about her. And I just had this moment in it where I was like, she, she was hanging so tough with my friends. We had this nice time together and I wasn't thinking about myself. I was only thinking about her in that moment. And that's when I was like, you know what? She's in the club. She's in the club. I want her in the club. I want this to be the thing. And uh, that was my moment that I always knew. And this was way before I even proposed, but I just had made a, a memory. Yeah. You're like, moment. that's my person. You're my person. Yeah. That's you just it. did it. Like, that's that's it. My, you know, yeah. That's and I think that's that's important. That's why I think we're all going to have a successful marriage. How long you've been married now? I'll be married six years in July. Oh, great. And you made it. So I, I, I so waited. I waited another year. I waited another year. It was, it was 20. It was December of 2016. And I, I went to my jeweler guy because, you know, Italian guys always got a guy. They always got a guy. There's always a dude, yeah. right? I went to my guy and I said, I want to I want you to make me a ring. He makes the rings like he'll, he'll say he'll pick you pick out the diamond and then he'll make you. Yeah. He'll show you all, all his bands and say, what, what do you want us to look like? I'll make it however you want me to make it. So I did that. I surprised her with that. And then I proposed in uh i think it was january or february i was at a show and my wife's always late to this day like my wife she just if i if i have if she wants to come to a show with me i'm more aggravated before because i know she's gonna make me late getting to the show so i always have to lie and, and give her a different time but even with that she still makes me late but now, do you guys we'll get ready oh go ahead sorry we're getting ready to go down to the show and i'm trying to i had it all planned i want to propose to her and then we're going to go down to the show and have a good time. And then we're going to celebrate after the show. We're at the Borgata in Atlantic City. And she pretty much was like doing a hair and makeup while I'm proposing to her. And didn't even say yes. Was just like, I'm like, did you even hear what I just fucking said to you? And she's like, what, 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 what are you trying to say? And I got the ring out and everything. And she's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> it was the most awkward proposal in the history of proposals. That Dude, now, did you, do you guys remember when you first told them that you loved them? And you are organically said, I love you. My wife said, I, I said it to her. Uh, we were dating for a couple of months and I was drunk. And uh, I said it because uh, I, what happened was we went to um, the Belmont Stakes is a big race in New York. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So we, we used to get dressed up in the suits and everything and go to the Belmont Stakes. Me, my father, my sister and my and my then girlfriend, now my wife. And 
we, I told my sister, I don't want to uh, drive to the Belmont Stakes because there's going to be a hundred thousand people there, and we're never going to be able to get out of the parking lot because we had dinner reservations after the after the stakes. So my sister said, I'm not taking a cab when I live less than a mile from the track. And I'm like, we'll just take a cab. This is like before Uber was popular. Yeah. And so, um. My sister said, no, 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 I'm not paying for no cab when I live. I'm like, okay. And so we were in the car literally for like 45, 50 minutes without moving. Oh, <laughs> God damn. I got out of the car. I was so pissed off. I got out of the car and I walked to the town that I live in now, which is about one mile down the road from the track. I walked to the to an Irish pub and called them and said, when you guys get out of the parking lot, Come pick me up. I'm at Jameson's. <laughs> and my sister and my wife was in the car. And my wife was like, like pretty new to my family at that point. And my wife was like, You left me in the car with your sister and your father. And and you just walked off and you didn't come back. And we didn't know where the hell you were. And then I must have said, That's all right, babe. I know you'd be good because I love you or something like that. And by, by that point, by the time they picked me up, I had about four Jamesons in me. So it's like that's yeah, when yeah, an yeah. Italian does an Irish goodbye. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm a quarter Irish. I'm a, my mother's half Irish, so, so I got a little Irish blood in me. But I did the Damn. Irish goodbye. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and you go drink Jameson. That go Jameson. Get, go get bombed. Yeah, that's I like great. That. Yeah, so and we missed. We listen. We got to the rest. No time. We got to the restaurant that night. We got to the restaurant at ten o'clock at night. All because my sister wouldn't listen to me. All we had to do was walk out of the track, walk two blocks down. I would have had the cab pick us up there, and we would have been out of all that traffic. But they were only letting people in and out of the track by car one way and that's what made it take so long you had a hundred thousand people leaving at the same oh, time fucking in one line now, now do you remember the first time you told sam that it was pretty early in the relationship <laughs> it was she says it was like two weeks i don't think that i don't think it was quite two weeks but it was it was pretty early she but I, I felt that way i'd, I'd met i'd met some person who had all the qualities that i was looking for and um you know i thought it was important because i've had this thing in previous relationships where i don't let people know how important they are to me like my friends people I've dated, like where I just kind of be like, yeah, they know, they know I love them. So I was like, you know, you better not fuck around and she better make sure she understands that she's important to you. So I said it pretty early. So she understood that this wasn't some like, you know, fling kind of deal and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Now, and, how, how old are you, Albert? I'm 39. You're 39 and your wife's in her thirties. Yeah. And you're going to have kids with her one. No, I'm, I'm done with the kids, bro. I'm done. I'm and she, does she have children? No, she, well, she, she does now. <laughs> yeah, she's got stepchildren, but does she yeah, want her own? I don't. I, no, no. All right, that's what, there was that's, a hesitation. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, my wife's forty three, and she still wants more. And I, because we got married late, my wife's seven years younger than me. But I, I don't want any more. I'm good with the two girls. But with the second child, we had to do in vitro. Oh snap! Mm. So and, you, and she wants another one. Another one on top of that. Yeah, but we're not. Because I wanted to. Same. With, with both of our children, we didn't know what they were before they came. We didn't know the sex. Okay. Uh, we're old school like that. So um, I I thought for sure my second daughter is Emily. I thought for sure Emily was going to be a boy because all the old wives tales were true to form. My wife carried high. She she didn't gain any weight. She only gained seven pounds during the pregnancy. She looked beautiful. She was glowing. They say when it's a boy, your wife's more pretty. When it's a girl, the, the take daughter beauty, takes right? the beauty away, all that crap. <laughs> so my sister even did the thing where they 
they lay, it's an old Italian thing where you, my wife lays on the couch and you put the wedding ring on the string, hold it over the belly and it circles or it's, or, or it goes side what to side. What is going on? I've never heard any of this. Monty, I only know all this stuff because of my uncle, but dude, you're exposing Jay to too much of this. I was like, what is going don't, on? Don't like, do it. It's like a Ouija board. We got a Ouija like board out at one point. The stick, right? You never heard the ring on the string? I've never heard any <laughs> no. of this. So here's what you do. The wife, the, the pregnant lady, when she, she's got to be significantly pregnant. She's got to be like, you know, like past like maybe four months, five months, six months. And she lays on the, she lays on the um flat on the floor of the couch and you take her wedding ring, you put it on a string and you hold it directly over the center of the stomach. And the energy from the baby will move it'll, on its own. It'll, it'll either go like this side to side or it'll go in a counterclockwise circle. If it goes in a circle, it's a, like a boy. And if it goes side to side, it's a girl. As you're saying this, all I'm thinking is, do you ever watch Gran Torino? I'm feeling like I'm seeing the neighbor's house next door where they're just like, I'm looking like Clint Eastwood in the camera. Like, what is happening? I was like, they're cutting chickens' heads off in the yard. Like, what is going on over here? Um, but that's great. But, but, that's fun. But it, it, the, the energy will move the ring. <laughs> but the result is 50-50 because uh, with, my, with my daughter, Olivia, it showed girl. And she's a girl. And with with Olivia, with Emily, it showed boy. And God forgot to put the penis on. This this is like when you talk to a friend who you didn't know was really into tarot. Yeah. And then all yeah, of a sudden yeah. you just find out so much about, about them in a moment. And some shit. Like, what the fuck this is just an old school. I think it's really yeah. more of an old school the Italian thing. And that's why my sister's like the witch it's doctor. Great. Yeah, no, clearly it sounds like no, it's great. I, I, feel, I, I love feel like, it. See, I get an image of like I don't know the Grand Torino, but like is it like a seance type. So of like thing? his neighbors, I, the gentry, like the neighborhood is all like is all Korean to like Hmong uh, people, people right? have moved he's, in, he's all, you know. and uh, and so he's getting into their world because he actually helps the family next to yeah. him, and they befriend him, and he like is like begrudgingly going over there because it's his birthday and they have free beer, but he's in there and he world. calls them yeah. to their face yes, like all the time. Does. Oh my yeah. god, it yeah, was he's so. Know that he, he was being him. It was just, but yeah, it's just funny because he's getting inside, yeah. and they're like leaving presents on his. And they treat him better than his own kids. Treat yes. him yes. up and shit. Right, it's right. yeah, it's yeah. but it's just that whole. It's a good scene. movie, actually. It, it it really is. I enjoy. I enjoyed it. But, I had yeah. never saw it before, and it's. I've been in the hotel, so during the day I watch TV, and, and when I'm on the road, and it's been on like AMC like every day this weekend. It's, it's a show. I would all because you could pick up wherever it's at and and yeah. and watch it. It's like Shawshank's another one for me. Oh yeah, Shawshank was on last night also. Like See, right now, I'm watching The Godfather. That's great, <laughs> dude. No, that's that's so funny. I I think uh, having strong partners and having because like if we didn't have I didn't have my wife like this, I wouldn't know what's going on like that. I have to look to her for most of that stuff. So I think uh, I think having a strong partner is the only thing. If you're gonna have more kids, uh, we're not having more kids either. Oh, I'm not having any more kids. I uh, I told her that I'm done because in vitro, uh, you know, we had to do the in vitro because we were trying to have Emily and nothing was happening. And my wife gave me the old, well, you got to go get checked out. And I was like, me. <laughs> so I went and got checked out and I was shooting way above average. There you go. Hey, there we go. So yeah, we go to we go to the uh to the sit down with the with the doctor and she says, Well, an a, a, a man you know that's that's in his later forties has, you know, on a low spectrum, twenty million sperm. Your husband's got over seventy million. So he's not him. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's right. That's I've been wearing well I've been wearing boxes since I'm 14 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he puts the ring on a string around. <laughs> right. He puts a ring on a string. <laughs> that it goes. This is a new fruit of the commercial right here. Here we this. go. No, listen, man. They say they, I learned when I was a kid. If you wear tidy whities they 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 kill sperm to having you know whatever. So and I've been wearing boxes. Mountain, Mountain Dew was the other thing. That was the other right, right, right. So, the so I uh, we we my wife got checked out and she wasn't producing eggs. So we did the in vitro. They gave her these uh, uh, this self kit of shots. She had to give herself like twice a day hormone shots and stuff like that. And she got two she got two eggs out of it. Um, and then I got to go make a donation in a cup, you know how it works. And then what we did was my wife said, put them both in me. If they both grow and I got twins, that's, uh, that's fine. I don't care. But one survived, one didn't. And and we got Emily. So, um, it's amazing what they could do today. But, and my wife said she would go through it all over again. But I said, you know what? your age and I'm not trying to be mean. You're 43, going to be 40. You're going to be 44 in August. I was like, why risk? You know, having uh, we have two beautiful, healthy children. Let's just yes. not overplay our hand. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say before you said it, who the fuck can afford like three children? I mean, it's six. Dude, expensive. I can't even watch. I watch two kids all day. I can't tell you. And then my wife comes home, and 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 you know this because you're a teacher. Also, it's a long yeah. day teaching, and my wife teaches middle school. She's sixth grade, and um, she comes home and she's like. I, I need to lay down. And I'm like, you need to lay down. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I need a glass of wine now. It's five o'clock. Like I'm ready yeah. to, I'm right, ready to right, just right, unwind, right. cook dinner. And then that's what I do every day at five o'clock. I st- we don't really eat till six 30, but I start cooking dinner around five. I pour myself that glass of wine and I'm like, just you be with the kids for like an hour. Cause I just need a break from them. Yeah. You know? My wife, my wife and I are both teachers. So we get home. It's that same. Now I've been lucky with my schedule this year. I get home an hour, a little earlier ahead of her. Uh, and so she's on a later schedule because she has to stay for meetings. So that's but she has that feeling and that with both of us having that feeling like it is it's like it's a drain on it. And I'm like so glad that, uh, you know, um, that like next year I'm taking a, a break from teaching for the first half because I'm like, you know, you need the kids need that. They deserve nice, that. I'm like, and the I- problem is the problem is with us is my my one daughter, my my Olivia, she she don't go to bed like she'll be up until. 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. We try to get her to go to sleep. Yeah. The, the baby, you know, will have her last bottle around 8.30 and she's done for the night. She'll sleep from 9 o'clock until 8 yeah, o'clock the nice. next morning. Uh, we put her in the crib. But my Olivia, so my wife and I can't even sit and watch TV and unwind at 9 o'clock at night because we got a, you know, a three and a half year old sitting in between us. Yeah, and we yeah. can't watch anything that's, you know, oh we can't God. watch a comedy special or we can't watch yeah. anything on Netflix. Or, so now my daughter's starting to fall asleep around nine o'clock because I cut out, I totally cut out any daytime naps with her. Um, I she comes home from school and I, I, now that the weather's nice, I go right out in the backyard with her. We got the trampoline, we got a swing, we got all that. And we play out there until dinner time. Fire out. I wanted yeah. to wear herself nice. out. Yeah. That's nice. why we're you know? getting in a pool. That takes a lot of energy from you too. What well, it is? It's, true, it's right? actually, it's not, well, it, it is. The problem is she wants my attention all the time. Cause she's, you know, she's going to be four. So it's like, daddy, come play with me. Daddy, come play yeah. with me. But then I got the, you know, the, the seven month old needs my attention too. She, she doesn't just like to sit. She wants to be held. She wants to be, you know, do, do, do roll around. So. When your wife said all day with other people's kids all day. And they, like that's how we both feel. Like I'm like, I hold, how do I hold it together with all these other kids? And I get home and I lose my patience. And I realize it's because our house doesn't have HR. If our house had an HR department, I'd probably be a little nicer. But I think your wife probably feels that too, where her batteries just drain from handling other people's yeah, kids yeah. in a way. And that- mine's drained because I'm doing shows at night. I'm yeah. coming home. 
I don't go to bed till 12 30, 1 o'clock, and then I'm up at 7 30 with the kids, you know? And I do and I do that for my wife. I said, if I'm gonna go out and do this, then then I ain't gonna have to wake up. So I got home at like 1 a.m. both nights the last yeah, two nights. Five did six, two right? shows on Friday, did worked all day, I taught all day. We did two shows in Harrisburg and Philly, and then drove home and popped up at 6 a.m. because my nine-year-old's like, Where's breakfast? And I yeah. have to be the one to do it, that's, that's you know, it. but that's we find the energy. I don't know. It's so Olivia will sleep like when she's when it's a weekend, Olivia will sleep to like nine o'clock, which is great. But the problem is that the baby is up at, like automatically between seven thirty and eight. She wakes up and you hear her in the crib and I'll, I'll let her goo and God and then coo. And then once it turns into a cry, I'm like, nah, she's hungry. So I got to get up. That's yeah, life. That's the life of, of us being dads. I, I'm so glad you guys you came on the show with us today. We're going to flash forward. We're going to have to do something in the future. Bring yeah, you back yeah, on. We, we, I want to hear as as the other one develops. So, you know, we're, we're just getting started with this podcast. It's probably episode 19 or 20. So next yeah. season, we're going to come knocking again because I want to hear. Call me, uh, please. I would love to do it, guys. I'll, I'll even... I'll even do it from home. If we could do it on like a day like today at this time, I can, um, I could do it at home and, and, and pop the kids on real quick. That would oh, be, that nice. would yeah. be, we yeah. should do a daycare day. We should bring, oh, shit. Have, there we that, go. That, that, bring kids That's a good them. idea. I love it. And my, and I'll real quickly before we go, cause I know I got to check out of here, but, uh, uh, my, my, my three and a half year old was in her first play. So she's a ham. She's definitely going to be in show business. And they, she went, like you said, tree, number two car, fire truck, you know, spider. She, she got, she got promoted from one of those parts to mama bird, which was the uh, lead, the co-lead okay. with the baby bird. Nice. And, um, and she did, you know, the teacher, yeah, I picked her up one day and the teacher said, Hey, I'm, I'm giving Olivia, um, the the biggest part I can give a girl uh, because she's she's very good she's she's uh, she's not shy she's very well spoken and she can remember her lines and I I got I I took her home that night and I said Olivia Daddy's very proud of you that they gave you the lead in your play it's a big honor and it makes me and mommy very proud but I want you to know right now there's only room for one star in this family <laughs> <laughs> we'll check her IMDb later today <laughs> yes yeah. she's in SAG already yeah, yeah. that's right nice. yep oh man dude that's so awesome yeah well. I, Oh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, where, where could be Chris Monty? Chris Monty live dot com is my website. You can check out from there. You can go to my Instagram, my TikTok, my all my social media pages. My schedule is there. I'm performing all over the Northeast this summer from Long Island to Pennsylvania, Connecticut to Maryland. So check me out. I'll be in Myrtle Beach at the end of the summer. Um, anybody down that way at a comedy cabana. But my, my, my schedule is always updated and live. And um, and I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, I'll definitely come back whenever you want me to. Oh, dude, Chris that would Monty, be awesome. My man, thank you very much, brother. Thank you for listening to the dads for once. Give these daddies a break. And maybe follow, subscribe, like, and comment to the dads on Instagram and YouTube at Seriously Dad Pod. Rate and review Seriously Dad Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Seriously, Dad. How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us podcast. Speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.